G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. This is Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. Welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2023. And today is all about Georgia. Such an interesting little country when it comes to Eurovision and beyond, isn't it? They really just kind of do their own thing. There's a few countries that do that, isn't there? There's like mm. the Portugal's kind of Albania in a way, and and Georgia. Yes. Well, how's that gone for them in the past, Dale? Mixed bag. (laughs) Uh, So, look, they debuted back in 2007, and it started well. They qualified four times in a row. They finished between 9th and 12th in those four years. Very impressive for the size of them. But in the last uh, five editions of the Eurovision Song Contest, they have not qualified. NQ five times in a row is not great. Mm. The last time they made it was 2016 with Midnight Gold, one of your favourites that year, I remember. Yes. And also, in those NQs, they've had two lasts and a second last in those last four attempts in the semi-final. So, yeah, and one of that second last was Torniki Kipiani. He actually beat someone in 2021. <laughs> wow, that's the most shocking thing I've heard you say so far. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it really has been pretty woeful in the last few years for them. It definitely sounds more missed than hit, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely oh. in recent years, definitely. Hmm. So who do they have for us to turn this around this year, Dale? They have Iru with Echo. Iru Hishanavi was born in 2000 in Georgia's capital city, Tbilisi. She's been singing since she was young and as a child competed in several singing competitions. In 2011, as part of the all-girl group Candy, she won the Junior Eurovision Song Contest with the song Candy Music. So we do have another Eurovision winner in the lineup this year. I do love it when they come back from Junior. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, it wasn't until 2021 that she really started to release music and Echo has become her fifth single to date. In February this year, Iru won the TV show The Voice Georgia, which was also the selection method for this year's Georgian artist, thus securing her ticket to Liverpool. Uh, Yes, very interesting artist. And yeah, I mean, she's pretty young, isn't she? Yeah, she's only 22 years old. Yeah, no, good, good, good. So let's talk about the good, the positives of this entry. I'll start us off. Mm. This song is filled with drama. Like, if you had to just say one word to describe it, it's dramatic. There's a lot of drama going on here. And I think it really is something that is suited and definitely designed to be a Eurovision Song Contest performance. It's once that big stage, the whole thing is to be a stage performance in Liverpool. Yeah, I'll jump on that one as well. Great staging opportunities for this one. Now, we saw at the last June Eurovision, Georgia can make things interesting and compelling. And this, to me, screams go modern avant-garde meets kind of traditional Georgian because that's the kind of feeling I get from the song. Yes, George is one of those countries that has shown a lot more a junior and a lot more kind of experimental and interesting and authentic entries than they have in the adult competition. And so they've gone to that well here. The songwriting team is all the same people behind their entry last year, including uh, Iru herself. So she was involved with two other songwriters. So they did that song, which I thought was really almost too adult for junior and Ooh. kind of suited Eurovision. And they've got together to do it like this. France did some similar stuff a few years ago. So it's nice to see Georgia doing 
doing that. It's a team that's worked, so go for it again. Yeah. Uh, also, this is so unique and different to everything else in the competition, so it does have its own point of view. I can't really even put this into a genre, to be honest. It has got some really modern elements, but there is also a fusion of traditional that will really appeal to a lot of viewers. Yeah, and kind of something that we haven't heard in that traditional modern mix before, I reckon. Also, she can sing this and carry it, and that was a big thing because when we first heard the studio, I'm like, oh, you better be able to do that. And then we've seen in the pre-parties, she can. She's been able to nail it. All those excuses some people have and going, oh, you know, the vocal mixing and the microphone and the, you know, acoustics of the arena is terrible at pre-parties didn't impact her. So she can do it there. She can do it on stage in Liverpool. Yes, I've been very, very impressed with her pre-parties because there is a lot going on in this song and there's a lot of backing and she's got to do a lot. Somehow she does manage to do it and she does it very, very competently as well. Well, let's talk about the drawbacks here, Michael. Uh, there's not much of a song here, is there? <laughs> we were just saying before, you know, walking down here to do the um, do the recording in, in our apartment. Generally, when we do these recordings, we hear the songs, we start singing the hooks, you know, before we're going in. We came in and I was like, I can't sing you one line or one word from this mm. at all. So it shows it's going to be maybe a little bit hard for people to, or, or not accessible for people to the actual song itself. Yeah, I agree. The lyrics combined with her diction uh, basically make this incomprehensible, really, on first listen. Like even if you read the lyrics, you're really struggling to get your head around it. So you're right. I think with immediacy and accessibility, we could have an issue with the song itself. Yeah, and I think when you're always going to do something that is relying completely on staging, you're just giving yourself no room to breathe in terms of like, if it's not great and perfect, you're going to fall down there because really this is relying heavily on how they're going to stage. You can see it's designed for that. Yeah, totally agree. Now she does execute the vocals very well live. However, I find the key she's singing in really uncomfortable to listen to. Mm -hmm. It's so high and at times I find it personally grating. No, fair enough. I actually I can hear that, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think this is definitely going to navigate out of the semi-final as long as the staging good, uh, even if it's semi-good, it should be fine. And I just think when they get to the final, just being drama-filled and just being you know on stage is not going to be enough with the big dogs. There's a lot of big players that's come from semi-1 into that grand final and the big five this year. And I just think... Even for the, you're suddenly going to just not be in people's tens for both jury and televote. Yeah, I definitely think there's a ceiling for this. I'm going to put it that way. And I also do have doubts about mass audience appeal. Yes, I think the semi-final, different voting kind of people, a bit more in the know. When you get to that big mass audience, I think there could just be a lot of head scratching, even with a very powerful uh, visual performance. <laughs> Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just about our opinions on our review and rank series. It's also those of our wonderful Aussie Vision contributors. And what have they thought of Iru and Echo? Well, the Aussie Vision team have ranked all songs except for Australia 1st to 36th. And they have put in Georgia at position number 24. Okay, that's pretty good. 24th, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I didn't know how they were going to treat this. I if... think it's, yeah, I think it's one of those ones you're going to have some people kind of love it and then some people, this is going to be in the 30s for sure. Two top 10s, four people in the 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't surprise me. At the same time, you know, that's the vast majority of people who are sitting in the teens to 20s, which you do get a lot in. There's a lot of these songs in this kind of 
in the 20s of our overall ranking, that's basically people are putting in the middle of their votes, the Mm. majority. No, fair enough. And who are we hearing from today? We're hearing from Hayley and we're hearing from Hugo. What Georgia has brought us this year is, again, different, and I really love the variety they give us at Eurovision. Now, Georgia is one of the most successful junior Eurovision countries, and this year their main songwriter is on board with their song, Echo. This is one of the songs I'm most anticipating seeing live. Every song is strangely intoxicating, but oh so well put together and slick. Here we have an artist who's won Eurovision before as a junior, as shown in the pre-parties that she can nail the vocals. I know there's been a lot of talk about the lyrics, and yes, they are rather odd, but to me that's another reason why I love this song. I really hope they can somehow replicate that stunning video clip on stage. It's certainly a treat for the eyes, and each time I watch it, I can't look away. I'm so pleased Georgia are bringing us this compelling package this year. I really think this will be Georgia's best result in years, and I'm even hoping for a top 10. Georgia this year sounds a lot like their junior Eurovision entry of last year, which had lots of success, so it might bide well for this. Um, I really like the production of Echo. The drums make it feel like a little bit militaristic, and I like the instrumentation of that little rattle sound as well. And then at the end, the strings coming in, it really brings the whole production together. The vocals, Iru can deliver the vocals, as we've seen in the pre-parties. Just the big question is, can she actually deliver it with the big staging and at Eurovision proper? To me, the song is just an earworm. The little bits of, like I'll call them gibberish sound bits, are quite catchy, and the song just has undeniable power. Obviously, like any performance, but particularly I feel with this one, the live performance will be absolutely crucial. But this has either got hot mess or epic, amazing, spectacular written about it. So, And it's sure to stand out in a relatively ballad-heavy semi-final too. Well, great comments from both our contributors there. Now, I know Hayley does quite enjoy the sort of Georgian style of different music that they send, and this one's obviously singing to her. I can see also why not get that junior Eurovision crew back together again. It worked for them, so I can see them going back to the well here. Interesting stuff from Hugo as well. He's really getting into that production, and he doesn't mind the gibberish, which, let's face it, is probably why he listens to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, can also say <laughs> that's true, but I think I love it that they both recognise that the lyrics aren't the strong point of the song. No, but then Haley's like, I don't care. It's odd. I kind of love that. It's a bit weird. And he's like, I love the gibberish. <laughs> but also, what definitely came through there is the same points. Like they're right. The ingredients are here. She can sing it really well. It's got great production, which we probably didn't talk about mm. enough before. The production's amazing. It sounds really good. Um, <laughs> we don't know what she's saying, uh, and they can see the the staging potential from it. As well and i mean i did love like Haley's comment about that this will be their best result in years well i think we heard from earlier <laughs> we can't get much exactly. worse because she just rocks up on stage and does <laughs> walks off alive it's pretty much gonna It'll be, be their the best result for about seven years yeah. exactly true it's uh, good stuff it's always good to hear from people that enjoy the song Let's get into our rap and rank on this one, Dale. Now, I can't really say this is my style of music from the get-go. However, I still think with the right combination of visuals, this could really stand out. As an entry, I find it really interesting, but I just don't know how to predict how it'll go. I really don't. On a personal level, I just think there's too much going on for me sonically. And as mentioned earlier, I find the vocal delivery is not something I'm drawn to either. Not a song I'll be rushing to revisit after the contest, I'm afraid. 
I've ranked this one in 31st. Ah, 31st, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, maybe I was being a bit harsh on not it. Maybe. terrible, but mm. not certainly not good. Well, it's not a lot behind it, Dale, let's <laughs> put it that way. Five, five others, so true, true. beaten a few home. All right, well, look, from my side, I don't really feel too strongly either way on this entry. Like, the parts of it I quite like uh, without loving. Like, I do like the drama and the staging potential and the vocal. And the parts I don't like, I don't hate them at all. They're just like, okay, the song isn't much and it sounds a bit odd. But so it's a lot of Eurovision songs in the past. But, you know, what I really like is it's great to see Georgia putting on a full effort here. We've talked about a lot of the big five nations coming back. Georgia needs this. They're an interesting country in Eurovision. We're losing a lot of Eastern uh, European nations. I don't want to lose Georgia. So coming in with this great effort and putting all this together should be enough to get them out of this semifinal. And that's their grand final. That's their win to get out of that semi. When it comes to the final, I have no idea like how it's actually going to go. I'm kind of talking quite positively about this. So when I say my ranking, it might seem quite low. But I think I could definitely change my mind once I see the drama of it all on stage, for sure. So I put it in 31st as well. Oh, okay. So we're smack on each other on this one. I agree. I think it's about the visual. All of a sudden, if we see this wonderful presentation, then it might be like, oh, wow, this has really got something. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. I just think I have too many question marks. And Mm. as I said, I just don't feel strongly either way. I certainly don't seek it out. But if a video comes on, I'll watch it. Mm. I wouldn't listen to it on Spotify, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. As I say, I can't pick how this one's going to go. I hope they make the final. Likewise, likewise. All right, well, thanks for joining us for that. For an interesting one there with Georgia, I think there'll be a lot of eyes on that once the rehearsals start. So look forward to it. Yeah, catch you soon. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.